Raisin Man Arena. Felipe, when he's drunk, he's a different guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're in. Welcome. What's up? Oh, my gosh. We are so excited to share our new camera setup with you guys and to hear what you think. Finally, I don't have to harangue Sam to stay in camera. That's he right. He is on his side of the room. We're on our We're side on of the our room. Side. And he has to stay there or he gets in big trouble. Oh, if yeah. he doesn't stay there, I'm going to beat him up. Yeah. He's going to spank me. I'm going to spank Sam. And you know that I could, dude. And I would like it. You know I, I would. Like I would it. let you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Should I be closer to you so my head's a little bigger in the screen? Or people yeah, like yeah, my yeah. head small? Bring say if you feel like it's small. If you like it small, say it. Because some people, they might have kind of like a diminutive fetish. You know, they yes. like things small. But some people might have a some bigism like fetish. Big fetish. Some people like tiny little, like a, make a little Hold eggs on. in a little frying pan. People love little tiny stuff like that. I Hold like on. little teeny tiny girls. That's right. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> Sam has kind of an interesting taste in women. He likes women who are sort of small and thin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so and it's and cool. other women li love that. They love yeah. a guy who loves teeny tiny girls. You know, yeah. that's really popular. Yeah. That gets yeah. you a lot of friends. Well, there was, there was, I remember like two years ago, there was this whole uh, discourse on Twitter about if you like tiny women or something, like you're suspect. Yes, you're on the you're on the no, most totally. on the suspect list. Totally. Yeah. And then tiny women were like, "But how am I going to get love?" I d I was it, talking it to was my mom and and my sister and about someone who I was dating, and my and my sister was like, "And how old is she?" It's <laughs> 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 a good check. Wait, so, Sabina, yeah. you're saying about the the Logan Paul Flo Floyd Mayweather fight? You might be joking, but we actually were like, "Could we stream it?" And trying Obviously, to figure it out. Because it's happening right now. Logan Paul is fighting Lloyd Mayweather weather right now. We thought about streaming it. Obviously, on Twitch, we would get pulled in seconds. Yes. Yeah. They've illegal. thought of that. Yeah, people might try to stream it, and they've and taken measures. And what's more, it's 50 bucks. And we have dutifully held back from from creating a Patreon because we think it gets us some kind of cool points or something like no, that. No, I've but done it because I think it would be humiliating to only have <laughs> five time. subscribers. Big time. Imagine thinking and you're going them, to subscribe. And, and one of them is Felipe's dad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you go up to the page and you're like, oh, I'm sort of interested. And then you see that we only make $17 a month right. off of it. Yes. And you're like, no, no I'm not going to. No, but yeah. in six months, we could pay for the Floyd Bay. <laughs> <laughs> we're true. paying it off in yeah, installments. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like this camera setup. I feel like it's like we've got like the Will cam, like because that's where Will likes to do his little crafts and his hobbies and stuff. It's true. He's like a peregrine falcon. You know when they yes. set up a camera next to the peregrine falcons and you can you just can watch tune them in all day long and see kind of what Will's <laughs> the, pa the over panda there. at the Washington yeah. Yeah, exactly. Zoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it could be actually cool to pay for the Floyd Mayweather fight and then have someone watching it and giving us updates. That's Maybe, a great idea. Like, I wonder if we post on Instagram and if anybody was watching it, they could update us. But we didn't set it up, so. Um, yeah, but if you're watching it in the stream, please post, give us updates about it, and yeah. we can comment on it. We Sarah knows a lot about uh, boxing, so it would yeah. be great to get her input. The most noble sport. Exactly. Doesn't it yeah. have a name like that? Don't they call it something like that? Well, you know what's funny is I've watched a lot of boxing because Ben Davis, who told me he was listening tonight, Ben, if you're in the chat, say hello, um, watches boxing a lot with that whole group of friends. And I didn't realize that like to get to the big fight, you got to watch a bunch of 
random fights you don't care about on the way and that it's mostly Wait, a there's lot like opening acts yes like a lot of opening acts like really? working through the levels of like lightweight to like because because boxing matches can last for a very small amount of time i guess totally so they got to build up to it and like get you in and also until they build the names of the next people who are going to be famous so you got to watch the earlier career people yes. and though there's oh, a women sure. the two women's rounds oh cool yeah oh cool. i did not know that yeah and it's a lot of just tiring people out it's not a lot of cool moves um and it's actually i'm thinking of mma because i was about to say it's a lot of kicking people in the legs <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you can't that's do that not in right. that's not right that's definitely not Wait, allowed so in I'm MMA, of MMA. they have other fights well yeah. but i so maybe this is different i would no i okay in boxing can someone this can someone explain this to us will doesn't like it when we talk about stuff we don't know about but this isn't about leftism <laughs> or organizing or something like that so or i think it's okay. conditions. Sorry, i was like yeah. ah i'm actually thinking about baking yeah that's right it takes yeah. a long time yeah because you have to wait for it to get the you oven. have to have all the ingredients <laughs> and you should read the, all the ingredients and all the steps before you even do the first step <laughs> yeah. oh my god you know that in the, those long ass MMA fights they drag it on too long they have too many openers because they wanted to get clout with too many different people in the scene you're in the audience you're like this should have been a tight hour no one's doing a tight hour and it's like comedy shows too where there's people who are also do MMA they're dragging their ass out to the fight and like Mm -hmm. seeing their friends Mm -hmm. in the fights and stuff Mm -hmm. but they don't want to be there they want to be back home yeah Doing yeah. their own they stuff. didn't even they didn't even think of what the moves were get, they were gonna do at the fight they were like I'll just improv it when I'm improv- up there yeah and here's the thing it's like you can either do three really cool shots like in the head or you gotta do like a hundred <laughs> kicks to the leg <laughs> <laughs> and most people do kicks to the oh, leg oh shit he's he's doing the one hundred kick <laughs> method well I think I told you guys about this I watched this one match I guess this is a technique but the guy basically was like a crab he like grabbed. He grabbed his opponent, sort of crab-like, and held him on the ground. Mm. And the uh, and the com- commentators were like, "Wow, you see what he's doing here? Is he's tiring him out?" Mm. So he did this tiring out technique where he just held him while the other guy like threw punches and tried to break out of it through punching. But and he couldn't. Exhausted himself. But you would think, oh, there's a deadlock. Now the other guy should just lay limp, be like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna fight you. Fuck you." Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna get tired. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Luke says that, damn, I was hoping Felipe would still be in the hospital. Oh, that, that would, would be rule. An that would rule. Oh, and that's why get all his equipment in That's there. why we have so many viewers because people, because I put a video of me in the hospital and maybe people <sighs> thought that. I- <laughs> that's why we have so many. <laughs> I, I thought maybe so. people were just kind of, I had nothing to do tonight. Felipe went to the hospital for clout. Yeah, yeah, I got too clouded yeah. up. <laughs> Man, that was. Do you, you want to tell, talk about that story? Yeah, I went to the hospital yesterday. It was crazy. I, um, I want to tell my version first and then you tell yours. Okay, okay. So Wait, I, are you sure? Because if I told my version, then you told... Or no, go right, No, you tell your version first, then. Yeah, and it's not story. even because I want to tell it first, but because I think it Guys, might be... Guys, like, funny you or what's settle funny this or? like gentlemen, okay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoever's loudest. <laughs> exactly. Um, I was just going to say that Felipe texted me in the morning that he had diarrhea or whatever, and I was like, oh, that sucks, man. And then, um, I, But I mostly ignored it and just didn't text you back. And then the next thing I knew, I looked on Instagram and you were in the hospital. <laughs> It went south. And and that's like a normal text to get from Felipe. <laughs> it's like Felipe texts you like, I have diarrhea in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you joke, but it kind of is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, my head hurts, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because you also texted me. The last message I got from you was, sorry if I've been texting you too much. Uh, I love you or something. <laughs> and then if you had died, that would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you um, shouldn't make me feel bad about yeah. texting you too much anymore because you never know what's going to be the last it's one. It's true. All right, now you tell your story. So um, so I woke up. Okay, wait. 
I'm trying to think what the what the relevant details. I was I was actually the most I think the the key the keystone here is that I was gonna go to get drinks with someone last night that I was excited about. I was gonna get drinks with someone. I would call it a day. I don't know. Whatever. And we've been building up to it for a while. I was gonna get drinks with someone. So I wake up <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I had feverish, nausea, stomach ache. And I was like, fuck, okay, maybe this is my day now. Maybe I can't go because I'm a little, I'm feeling a little shitty. And so then I also had booked time to uh, climb, to uh, rock climb at the, or boulder, at the bouldering gym. And I was like, should I do it? Should I rally? And I go into the room and Will and Sam were there. And, and I'll tell you guys this, you know, I know that I'm a, I'm a hypochondriac. So I was like, oh, these guys probably think I'm like, of like, you know, blowing it up. So I'm going to show them. I'm going to rally. And I was like, no, I'm going to go to the climbing gym. I'm going to work through this. I'm not a hypochondriac. Like, this is just a little bug, whatever. And I'm going to go to this date. Like, I'm going to do I'm it gonna, all. To prove that I can go on the date. Right. I'm going to go boulder a wall. Yes. Oh, yeah, climb, climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to I, top. I thought I would push through the sickness. Rather than rest it away, I would, like, push through mm. it. I go, I bike all the way to the bouldering gym. And in Will's in my head, uh, nothing was happening. That didn't even, <laughs> that didn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> just, so we were funny. thinking about something else. And I was just thinking that it was annoying of you. I was like, no, just don't do it. Just take that you're sick and you have to stay home. And that's it. Is but that what you would have done, Sarah? If I felt sick, I wouldn't exercise. Oh, exercise. Sure. Yeah. I thought the date. I might still try to and date. Sarah, yeah. you wouldn't exercise if you felt great. I know. No, no, totally. Well, I actually had an opposite day of Felipe yesterday, but I'll tell my story after this. Um, that looks like ass. So, um, so, uh, oh, maybe I can turn this light on. Um, so I went bouldering, I bouldered and it was just really hard to do it. It was really strenuous. I mean, I actually bouldered some like things that I hadn't achieved before. So I actually like leveled up and did some new shit, but I was like, really like, "Ah!" and then every time I got off the wall, (laughs) I wasn't just like out of breath. I was like catatonic. I was like, like sitting yes. down just like my eyes were just staring into the distance like I wanted to go to sleep right there like I felt sleepy and exhausted so I cut the bouldering short usually I do an hour and a half I was like I'm just gonna do 30 minutes today I like can't do anymore I walked to my bike it's got a flat it's got a flat tire whoa that and that's a big surprise for you Sarah but it's not for me because Felipe <laughs> has a flat tire every time he bikes yeah. <laughs> I have well you just were telling me a story about yeah um there was a simple town meeting and Felipe got a flat bike tire he realized before the meeting so he suggested that the someone in the group take his bike and get it fixed before the meeting <laughs> no 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 I said I laid out the options I said option A we do it here option B someone buys me a bike tube and brings it to the house option 3 they pay for your Uber yes those are the three <laughs> options I laid out so I don't That's think it crazy. was as unreasonable as what you're saying anyway so, your bike tire was broken again and I think the bike tire is broken because instead of changing the tube I've just been patching it up it's just filled with patches <laughs> Sam told me you should change the tube and I thought no I can just keep patching it up but you can't do that apparently now I've changed both tubes so we're good so has a flat I call an Uber I was like I'm gonna get the fucking bike in the Uber 90 degree heat I walk to the street where the Uber's gonna pick me up. I have to sit in the not. I have to sit in the shade on the street. Like I can't even be standing. I have to sit much. in the shade. I'm just degrees. like too tired. The Uber comes, so I walk out into the sun where the Uber was, because the Uber was not in the shade. It was in the sun. I walk up my bike and I say to the guy, "Hey, I gotta put it in the back." He opens the trunk. He's like, "How are you gonna do it, man? There's no space in here." 
So now I'm thinking, now I have to problem solve. Oh. I can't oh, I even fight this guy. I can't <laughs> <laughs> now I got to fight this guy and take his car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. GTA style. So I'm like, so I'm like, not only do I have to help him put the bike in there, but I have to figure out with him how we're going to move the seats or whatever. And as I'm thinking about it, this wave of dizziness and nausea hits me. Like my, I just, I got like, I couldn't stand up anymore. I wanted to vomit right there. And I was like, hold on, man. I just got to sit down. He's, he's like mad. He's like, what the fuck? You know, we're putting the thing in the thing. Really? Like, you got mad? No, I mean, it wasn't mad. He was just like, he was just frustrated because I had this bike. And you're being annoyed. But I, and yeah. then I was like being, a, I felt I was like, I'm being a drama queen right yes. now. I'm so dizzy yes. now. Like I can't. Yes. I was like, hold on, man. Hold on. So I sit on the ground and then pretty soon I'm like laying on the, on the sidewalk. I'm just laying down because I couldn't even, I couldn't even oh, that's sit. That's low. And by now this guy's like, okay, this guy's not just like doing a show. Suddenly he's something, he's mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's neurodivergent. <laughs> oh, yes. You need to lay down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really nicely. <laughs> so, so then all these people surround me. Different people are like, oh, okay, we Oh, yeah, I rescheduled the date. Luke is saying he has to leave. So, yes, I mean, I think. I don't know. Luke, I, what are you going to do? But Yeah, yeah. He, where are you going? We'll wait. Luke, we're going to wait until you respond. And the question is, what are you doing? If you're just tuning in, we're waiting for Luke to say where he's going. Because he has to go. Hmm. Hey Luke, uh, getting dinner with my girlfriend. Okay, nice. there it is. Wow, that right. delay—that delay is pretty long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, see you in a couple of weeks. Have fun with your girlfriend, I guess. Whatever. Guess you have better things to do than this. Um, Fucking asshole. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. So, <laughs> I um, so I'm laying down. All these people surround me. They're like, "You need help, whatever." And wow, all these people? No, uh, three people. <laughs> three people. The strangers. A all converge. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Crowd gathers. Black. Yeah. White. <laughs> exactly. Latino, every, Unlikely Every meeting. creed. And they're all every holding, religion. They're all holding hands with each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And start kissing me. Two on the of them go on a date afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. Uh, bye, Luke. So, um, so what the fuck? So then, so yeah. Everyone's bringing me mango juice and seltzer water. Everyone brought me a different drink. Aww. I was drinking. These these cops come up to me. These cops who I guess they had uh, paint rollers in their hands, so I guess they were covering up graffiti. Um, and they were like, "What's going on? You need any help?" They, <laughs> they were covering up. Uh, that's funny. Sorry. You can. What was the riff? I was the riff was the, that they were. I am imagining they were painting a building, and it was <laughs> it. it, it briefly brought me into a world where cops had to do other things like if there pick, pick up trash on. or paint yeah. buildings yeah. or stuff and I was like that's the thing cops should be doing yes. is like just simple stuff that needs to get done watch not the hot dog stand while someone goes exactly, to the bathroom yes. Yeah. exactly yeah. Like yes yes yeah. yes yes and not killing people you know they yeah. should just be it's just simple well yeah. it's funny that you say that because Felipe's story is about to show that actually sometimes cops do help well in this case the cops were good because they called EMTs yes huh. okay and because they were painting over graffiti um, and it depends If the graffiti was good Then not good But if the graffiti was corny Then it's good If it was a Banksy I'm glad they painted over it Ben says the cops Just paint over Felipe on the ground That's, that's funny And tell him not to resist That's funny They're just rollering me up <laughs> um, So they call me EMT The EMTs are Helping me out Giving me oxygen They were like They were like You have really low blood pressure They were like You should get that checked out And also I was shivering 
really no. hard. Damn. Yeah, they were like, yeah, you look, and they gave me like the thinnest blanket you've ever seen. <laughs> it was like silk. <laughs> I was like trying Funny. to warm up with this Funny. little blanket. And they're like, yeah, you should go to the hospital. And I was Shipping like... Shivering on a 90 degree day on the sidewalk. You just remember being so hot. Or I was... Cold. Well, when they got me into the car, I was shivering. And like, they had a little bit of AC in there. But I was like, I'm shivering. And they turned it off. And then I heard them talk. They were like, yeah, I'm burning up right now. He's like, yeah, but this guy's cold. And I was like, no, no, no turn it turn it back on, dude. I don't want to. I don't want you guys <laughs> oh, to be cold. Oh, that's sweet. I felt bad. Oh, this guy's cold. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like... Look at this guy. He's cold. Uh, yeah, they give me a little lacy robe, exactly. Um, wait, did you ever fully black out? No, that's the thing. Well, later on, because I, what I said was like I passed out, but I don't think I passed out because I didn't like mm. black out or fall to the ground. I just got but there. You were laying there. I got like some sort of heat stroke or and, something. And when did yeah. the Uber guy be like, this is not, I'm not going to take I'm charging this guy. you the $5 yeah. cancel fee. Yeah. 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 Get out of here. I, no, well, when I went to sit down, I was like, you should go, man. I said to him, I was like, you should go. But he brought me the seltzer and then he left. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So um, the EMT guys are like, you should go to the hospital. I was like, I don't want to pay for this, you know, ambulance, whatever. But they were like, you have insurance, so you're fine because I do have insurance. And they uh, checked your insurance, really? Well, how did they do that? No, I told them I was like, because they were like, am I gonna have to pay? And they were like, yeah. But then later on, I was like, I do have insurance, and he's like, oh, if you have insurance, you're not gonna pay out of pocket. Like that's all they fucking tell you, man. You think I'm still gonna have to pay for it? I mean, if you've if you've met Fuck. your deductible. When I had my Fuck thing, my, my little like eye thing, they were like, "We're just, we'll just call you a car." When I was at the like Modern Fuck. MD, and I was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm taking the train." And I took, yeah, I took you. the train <laughs> to the hospital. Fuck. All right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, we'll find out. I mean, honestly, like it was, it was what I needed. Like I need, I could, yeah. I don't think I could have gotten in an Uber. Like they had yeah. me on oxygen. I was laying down. Like yeah, it was like a, it was kind of crazy. And they're already there. Like of course they're gonna make you go to the hospital and no, then the ambulance. Yeah. It was a spicy situation that I, I don't think I could have gotten out, called another Uber, and then be like, "Hey man, what's up? Take me to the hospital. I just <laughs> passed out." Like, my bike in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm shivering, dude. Like, How's this gonna fit, man? How's this Spike in the fit. Um, <laughs> crazy. I got Medicaid. Which one's the one that's not for old people? Medicaid. New York cares. Medicaid. Yeah, you got Medicaid. Medicaid. Yeah. Yeah. So is that gonna have it? We'll see. I hope. I so, feel like yeah. if I have to pay thousands of dollars, like, what's the point of Medicaid? We'll find out. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Yeah. Pro- I'm about to be on Medicaid, so I'll. What's well, funny? I'll tell you this about getting on Medicaid. I got on it when I was unemployed, and so I was like sick. I my premium is zero dollars, and then I got a job and I make money now. And I went in to update my financial information, and they said that if you qualify, you get it for an entire year, no matter if you become a millionaire in that year, you That's still get the Medicaid. Because I was like, I was like, the like Medicaid people are going to listen. Well, I was like, they're going to find Medicaid out I'm working because I am listen. working, and they're going to find out that <laughs> they're going to yeah. they listen to raises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get audited. Yeah, they're going to listen to all hundred hours of the show. So anyway, so they take me to the hospital and I was like, I was pretty fucked up. Like I couldn't, I don't know. They put like three IVs in me, like three whole bags. Um, I just like couldn't. And then at one point I got these x-rays of my chest and when I stood up to get them, I would just like vomited all the mango juice. Cause I had, wow. I also hadn't eaten breakfast. I hadn't eaten anything all day. Mm. So I vomited all the mango juice mm. into this little baggie. Um, it was really miserable, and I had this—the fluorescent lights of the of the like hospital were just like shining down on my face, and I was trying to sleep because also I had slept poorly that night because I had had like chills, so I was trying to sleep, but the lights were in my face, and I was 
trying to cover my eyes with like the blanket with the two blankets they'd given me you were all alone i was all alone and i kept trying to like warm up with these blankets but there were two and they kept like you know when blankets kind of slide and they get under Mm -hmm. your feet and stuff and there was like shit on the bed that i didn't have the strength to even take off there was like there was like my phone and like boxes and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and like it was yeah getting wrapped up and i was like there's a light in my head on my face it was awful so but you know then um they were like, we're, sh- we're going to admit you in because you, your phosphorus and your something else. Magnesium are levels are phosphorus low. Phosphorus and magnesium, which are, are, shouldn't even be in the human body to begin with. Yeah, I, I know. Think. No, no, no. Magnesium. No. Like, and that's why mag- you don't go to the doctor because then they start making stuff up like exactly. that. Exactly. Were you a little robot? Yeah. Magnesium. What am I, Magneto? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yep. Exactly. What am I, Magneto? Yeah. And, but you're not Magneto. You're Felipe. No. Hey, totally totally <laughs> what i think is funny is you posted so much on instagram about it and like really made it into a spectacle and um i think it's funny when something bad like that happens to a person you're like this is unbelievable yes. wait till people find out about yes. this me in the hospital <laughs> yeah. no way but then when you're somebody else looking at it you're just like oh Felipe's in the hospital i hope he's okay yeah, yeah you're right people, and i posted about it on my thing me too and people come out of the woodwork yeah. to wish your your boy uh, you know a good dude i got yeah. likes on twitter from people i've from big accounts i've been following with following for years i'm like why you yeah. like why you like this picture of me with a mask of oxygen on my face like, <laughs> dude i've loved your posts for years everyone loves a boy who's down bad yeah. i guess you know? so that's true yeah and i was horny that whole time <laughs> <laughs> i just learned that down bad doesn't mean like bad to the bone or whatever it means horny yeah it means horny yeah Did you know that <laughs> I actually didn't know that. I thought down bad means like you're suffering. You're in a suffering. You're suffering. Yeah. I think down bad means you're horny. Really? That you're like thirsty. Here, That's what he's here I am me. learning, and this is what the this is what raised man is about. Exchange of ideas. It's about exchanging mm-hmm. ideas, learning. Yes. Make, being becoming smarter by listening yeah. Yeah. and talking. Well, that's what the cavemen did around the fire in mm-hmm. olden times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I just thought it was funny looking at your story because I was like, man, Felipe's just got this vibe of like, I'm not a hospital guy. I'm not supposed to be in the hospital, but I'm here. Yeah. Isn't this crazy? And it was just funny because I was like, oh, it's kind of crazy, but you were acting yeah. crazy, so Wait, <laughs> that's why you got to go think I was hospital. being extra on those stories? No. <laughs> but I thought You're it was funny it how quickly like was. you decided that you were like, yeah, I'm going to publicize this immediately before you were even at the hospital you were taking pictures in the ambulance well it was it was content for sure it was it was fun you know any i mean i post about shit when you know when sam burns a piece of toast so it's like how am i not going to take a picture of myself in the ambulance with a mask full of oxygen that's yeah. true fun. That's tokyo true. megabucks i thought that's what it meant too it's like people who get rejected they're like down bad is that isn't i, I thought it meant i don't know what i thought Okay. Well, there's there's <laughs> that account that's got guys who are down bad or people yes, who are down bad. Who are getting so, screwed over. So you could think either that they're really horny or that they're like getting rejected and at a low place. I think it's yeah. when you're like so horny that you like debase yourself. Look at this. What does this mean? Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Sheesh. <laughs> you're good at it. <laughs> Missing the camera back here. Sheesh. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, we are pretty good. <laughs> um, and I and I went to visit Felipe in the hospital, and he was, I admit, Sarah, y- y- you'll be interested to see this because even though his posts were so so um, uh, 
there were so many of them, you know, and he was he was being so kind of talkative online. When I came and visited him, I was surprised at how composed down he was. Oh, no, he's sad. He, w- I was like kind of joking around with him, and he and Felipe was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you weren't down to have fun." And he, well, I, I was like, I was like, "Oh, you're not feeling well." That's yes. what I took uh, away from the. Yeah, you didn't thing. communicate that at all to your following. Well, you, you can like know really you can notice if you. I mean, obviously the stories are gone now, but if you watch them through at the beginning, I'm smiling and laughing, and as the day goes on. I actually got way more tired. And the last story I posted was me in the bed and I wrote, this is going to be a long night. Cause like I got more and more depleted over time and it got to the point where people would talk to me and I was like, yeah, that's good. That's not like I was dead. Being in the hospital is such a brutal experience and especially being there by yourself. Um, I guess we shouldn't go down the road of thinking about how sad COVID was for people, uh, and they're dying in the hospitals alone, but it's really fucked up. Um, and I've been to the hospital several times in recent years for like having kidney stones and I got stomach ulcers and you like shit like that. You got kidney stones? Mm-hmm. Did you pass them? No, I had them surgically removed. You have a hole in your stomach? In my, in my stomach. That's how they get them. How do they get them out otherwise? <laughs> they go through your vagina. They go through your poos? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It's, um, oh, God. Through so the urethra? Yep. <gasps> were you asleep? I was asleep. Okay. Well, you were asleep. I thought it only guys were supposed to get it. No. And then they, I got them. Because you have childbirth. Yeah. And, the, and God pees. God gave... Everybody pees. Another pizza. Not okay, another someone pizza. someone just rang the doorbell. What do you say? He said wrong door. That's weird. Why did someone come to the wrong door? It's kind of scary. <laughs> Tokyo Megablast says, are kidney stones made in the balls? Yeah, kidney, yeah. <laughs> kidney stones are when your balls are trying to come yeah. out of your dick. <laughs> but it was brutal. It was so unpleasant being in there, and especially if you don't get a room and you're just in the like shanty town of like, <laughs> yes, and, whole, like, like lobbies. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Well, that's so. where I was, and like, yeah, they told me that I would get a room, but as time went on at the end of the night, because they told me, you're going to stay overnight, we're going to get you a room. But then they were like, Nah, you're probably not going to get a room And also, you should just go home Like, there's not much more we can do for you You're good But it was miserable And I was like There was a woman next to me Who, like, the doctor was like You might have, like, a brain Strombosis or something Oh and, my god And he was like We're going to check your MRI A CAT scan I was like, damn I- The microphone keeps getting fucked up um, You she- were next to a woman Who was having a brain Strombosis <laughs> Stromboli or something Stromboli in her <laughs> brain uh, Something no. like that And he was like We gotta check your cat scan And she's like I'm pregnant Like is that gonna fuck up the baby And oh. the doctor was like No it shouldn't oh. But then I heard him come up And he was like Okay you gotta sign this release Which says The cat scan Hasn't shown to prove Hasn't been proven To cause anything in a baby But we are not sure So you have to sign this And oh I heard this Woman like have to decide To get a cat scan To see if she had a strombosis In her brain or whatever um, and then this other woman was just on a on like a on a speakerphone call about with this other woman, and she was just bullshitting. It was actually one of the nurses. She was just talking about like God. She was having this conversation. Wait, the nurse is saying this. No, so this was later on. A nurse next to me was having the loudest speakerphone conversation with another woman about faith, and they were not. These two people were not lining up about what they believed. They believed <laughs> totally different things, wow. but like being like, yeah, 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 but just saying totally different things. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I was like, you can't talk for like an hour and speaker for, like I'm trying to sleep and like I feel like <laughs> hospital. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You're a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's so rough. Also, I, I don't think that you were being too much on Instagram. I just thought 
Felipe is really harvesting content oh, yeah. from this. He decided to from the yeah. start, and he's doing it. <laughs> I wish you could have gotten your picture of you on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I, w- I know. It would have been awesome if someone could have taken a third third person photo of me. and send it to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I got punched, I posted a picture of my bloody face on Facebook, and I got more likes than anything I've ever posted <laughs> yeah. on Facebook yeah. before in my life. And real. and here and here this this morality tale this parable, the me in the hospital. 500 views on my story me saying i'm okay 200 unbelievable Listen to that parable folks that's the parable of modern man yeah unbelievable uh, um yeah wait let me get the, the camera a little better on you there no wonder everybody's depressed all the time nobody wants to see you feeling good no yeah. getting your back no exactly yeah. we should be in a hospital right now as we as we stream this i that's know what luke was saying he would he watched because he wanted us to be in the hospital so there's my story. There's my story about the hospital. Damn. Well, get this. Will had a threesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. That's our other big headline. And um. there's not much more I can say about that, but but it's <laughs> I can't. it's more it's more just a headline of of news from the friend group. Yeah. Yes. Will yes. said we could talk about it, but he placed so many um, limitations on what we could and couldn't say. Yes. Carved out a very narrow little avenue. Like, I know. It's like ba- when a celebrity goes on a talk show yes. and like gives like, all their... Yes. In ba- Italy, ba- how the buildings are right on the road and it's like, is it a sidewalk? Is it a street? Yeah. A better a better podcaster would be able to navigate through all the, the, the different gates that you'd have to get through in order to not break a rule, but not me. Not me. Do you know no. how you navigate? By breaking the walls, by saying every detail. Because I heard some details. Um, I do feel better. I feel like 100%. Uh, worst part, Felipe ruined his favorite Lightning McQueen That's shirt. true. I vomited on my Lightning McQueen <laughs> shirt. Well, it's funny because I had the opposite day of Felipe. I needed to get to Manhattan. Oh, wait. One final thing. And then I didn't get to fucking go on the date. And then you didn't get They on didn't it. happen. <laughs> so, yeah. There you it's go. It's so funny. Yeah. And you actually did reschedule it, though? You think it's funny? Yeah. Or drinks. I don't know. I don't know if that person thinks it's a date. Maybe it's not a date. Maybe it's just drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I needed to get to Manhattan. I needed to look at a bunch of apartments because I'm moving. So I got on my bike. And I looked at the weather. And for some reason, I thought it was only 75 degrees all day. And so I was on my bike. I biked like 25 miles yesterday. And the whole time, I was like, I'm so hot. This is so unbelievable. I feel terrible. But I was like, dude, it's 75 degrees. Relax. Like, you're <laughs> overreacting. And you need to just do yeah. this. Um, and through that negative self-talk, I empowered myself to go beyond what I thought I was capable of You pushed your limits. I pushed my limits. So whereas you went to test yourself and you failed, I tested myself and I was greater than beyond my dreams. Wow. And it was 90 degrees. That rules. And did you harvest any content out of that? No. This is the first I'm trying to turn it into content. But people don't like when you to celebrate your success. Bro, they wouldn't even like that. You would get two likes. I biked to the bridge even though it was hot. (laughs) How many likes is that going to (laughs) get? Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares about that. But if you'd see me out there on my bike, well, let me ask you this. What are you doing like in Manhattan looking at apartments? You've, you've no business <laughs> living in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm moving over by the Columbia campus. No. <laughs> you have no business being there, Sarah. What's it called? Sunnyside? <laughs> Don't, yeah, Morningside yeah. Heights. Morningside. You know, you, you can't be there. Mm-hmm. Sunnyside Heights. That's too far away. I'm you have Raisin Man on Sunday nights. Well, I'm going to be there, and we're going to, um, sometimes you guys will come up there to no. do the show. No, I'm not coming up anywhere. No. <laughs> I'm not coming up anywhere. Yeah. Unless you live in the heights trailer yeah, for in the heights just dropped that's fun yeah <laughs> yeah man i'd love to see because floyd mayweather's gonna win 
that really? fight. Oh my god, yeah. For sure. I mean, he's the best boxer in the world. So it's like if he can't be a random YouTube guy who happens to be tall. Yeah, but he's been like, training, dude. Oh yeah, he's I guess been so. in the gym training. I guess so. I are they in the same murdered. weight class? I hope. I hope. Yeah. Are Definitely they not, because uh, what's his name is just so much t- bigger than him. Isn't that is Logan isn't the whole Paul. point about weight Logan class Paul. that you can't fight someone outside of your weight class? I think if there's enough money, if people want to see it enough. Hold on. Sorry. Say that again. Mike Mike dropped out. If money is important (laughs) enough, people want to see it enough, weight class goes out the window. Really? That's what I think. Weight class goes out the window. Yeah. Huh. That's it was like sort of back last last February or March where people were like, What if Felipe and Sarah and Sam did a podcast together what would that be like and then people were like they can't do that they're they can't do it they, yeah they can't, they're all they, way they, different they have they, different weights they have yeah. they weigh differently and they have nothing to talk about yes oh, and their comedic <laughs> styles are different yeah. their, their comedic styles are different their povs are different they think different things are funny yeah mm-hmm. and and, and different things are fun and they think different things are fun and even though all that was right uh, yeah. <laughs> we did it anyway that's right <laughs> <laughs> and it worked out and it worked out great we have a, we have we have quite a bit of viewers 28 viewers guys if if you're watching to, well, how come you're watching because you know you, some of you are here every week but some of you are newbies so like why are you here and i'm happy you're here i'm not but saying how I'm do not. you explain that yeah why today is it because i posted me saying sheesh in the fucking hospital thank you nano alien who are you who are you nano alien oh you wanted to hear the hospital story Hospital story says Yell Hole, who's a new listener. No, I think we know who Yell Hole is. is it? Do we know Yell Hole? I don't know. Sorry to the two boys. I'm not offended. Who's Nano Alien? Anyway, uh, you want to talk about Bo Burnham? I didn't even finish the special. Sam didn't see any of it. Well, didn't that's see any of it. I've seen I was having sex. 35 minutes. Sam, w- I, Sam was, went to have sex, even though we really wanted him to watch it with yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, he didn't care. Um, <laughs> I've seen part of it, and uh, Felipe's seen more of it, but no one's seen the whole thing. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, no one, but we will, like, a puzzle will sort of, we'll like, piece it together. We'll I'll, piece it together. I'll, I'll DJ and ask the questions. So give, it, give us the overview. What, what, what was it like, guys, the Bo Burnham special? Premise. Let's start with let's start with premise. Bo Burnham, in his house during COVID, films the whole thing by himself. Um, and the whole idea is like, you know, all the neuroses you had during COVID and all the sadness and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's depicting it through this special that he's filmed, in his house filled with cables and lights that he's bought, um, and my like microphones and keyboards, and he's doing Whoa. it. All. And his beard is all scraggly, and he's like, I'm inside, I can't get out. I have to finish this special by myself. Huh. And deal with all those feelings. Did you sense that he was, like, contractually obligated to make a special, and that's why he made this? Or was he, did you feel like it was inspired by the neuroses of COVID? Like, that he was like, I'll just do a special, and maybe Netflix will make, buy it. I think he's probably famous enough where he was like, well, I want to make something this year and do something. And he just probably pitched the idea through his manager, right? And they were like, let's do it. But you might be right. They might be contractually obligated, but he doesn't have a Netflix special before this. so He has two, actually. Oh, he has two that are Netflix specials? Yes. <laughs> what are they called? Uh, Let me say what they're called. One is called... <laughs> you don't believe Felipe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I, he does, then name them. What I are, they, what are their names? I believe he has specials that then got put on Netflix. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they're Netflix specials. Am I wrong about this? The chat can answer. I the last special he did oh, was like what, years ago. What are yeah. their names? And then what so are their names, names and when were they made? I mean, I can find and out wh- now. Who are, who are the producers of them? <laughs> like Bo Burnham, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I fucking thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know, yeah, do you? Guys, then it didn't happen, did it? I'm getting on it. Don't talk like it happened. Brother. Sarah, you got him. Yes. Because here's the deal. Because he doesn't know the show. names. Sam Felipe, they like to do sketch comedy. I'll do stand up comedy. So don't come out here telling me about this special, that special. You don't know. Okay, one is called What? And okay. then the other one is called Make Happy. Make Happy's not, can't be a Netflix special. Really? I don't believe you. It's called Make Happy. <laughs> I'm going to ride this all the way to the Bro, get off my ass. <laughs> will, will you Sarah, kindly Sarah, please unmount from my your, ass? Why don't you step back in your corner? Yeah. Okay, okay, so I'll he's stand down, so he's he he's in his apartment and he's like, I saw the first thirty seconds of it, okay. and he <laughs> he's like bearded, oh, yeah, wow, yeah, wow. yeah. Listen to me, listen to me. Please. And I thought this is this is a corny thing about like a mad genius being in, alone in his house for sure, like doing crazy genius stuff, and 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 it's that's a that's a trite version of what what we think artists are like and it's a mo- modernist take on what the artist yes. is like yes. and i thought it was stupid and boring that's that was my take stupid thir- and boring 30, stupid and boring 30 seconds you're sam here. 30 seconds stupid and boring well what's interesting is that we watched it i didn't really think much of it um but i'll, I'll get to the point of what i'm saying and i'll backtrack People on Twitter are losing their minds. They're about creaming it. Oh, their jeans. They're, they're creaming their jeans. Really? Yes. Cool they're people really... on Twitter? Uh, it, say don't... in the chat if you posted on Twitter <laughs> that you liked it. <laughs> um, I can't really even think of exactly who. There's just sort of a... It's not people I know personally, but there's a general word out on Twitter okay. that yeah, this yeah. thing is good. And it could be... They could be right. I'm not... I won't... No, we Sabina says TikTok is full of it. I've gotten texts from some people who are friends that aren't comedians who are like, have you watched this thing? I keep hearing it's so great. We, we have a friend is, who it wouldn't yeah. be a big deal to bring up, but I, I won't just in case she doesn't want her. But uh, Okay. Yeah, she loved it. I, okay, I mouthed cool. that so big yeah. that the Twitch probably just got to see it. Okay. But the uh, fucking the podcast won't hear it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, people are really liking it. And because they think it's really moving and... Uh, Benny is saying earnest. Uh, it's like not just a normal special of like a bunch of funny jokes in a row. It's like, you know, kind of higher concept. And so people are feeling it. I thought immediately, I was surprised that it was affecting people so emotionally because I was like, this thing is like seven months too late. This is for like the height of the pandemic. It's all about being trapped and being really alone and like calling your mom on FaceTime to catch up with her and like not getting out of bed and all this stuff that I'm like, I know that wasn't so long ago, but we're in such a different moment yeah. now because it's like full vac- we're vaccinated, pandemic is over vibe in New York that like, it just felt like you were watching something anachronistic that you're like, oh, I don't need to think about this anymore. And I'll think about the pandemic, but it needs to be in like a retrospective way. Like now that it's over what do we think we but know he, more about it now totally yes. but this was very like live in the middle of the pandemic i'm reaching out to like help you alone in your home and i'm like that's not that's yeah. not what's up it took him too long to finish it took him too long to get it out yeah yeah well also i know like he did everything on it which is really impressive he filmed it he lit it he did everything he edited it i mean according at least to imdb or whatever and i'm like okay fine but like you didn't have to do that there were people who were seeing each other indoors there's people on the sidelines who were begging to edit it yes it's like <laughs> there a, were a random point to make but he did do it but that, he did do it that, what's a random point to make that 
it's not a big deal that he edited himself because he could have gotten somebody else. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it isn't a big deal. I'm saying that it's, it's like, like conceptually part of the idea. I guess. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like there were moments in the pandemic where I was seeing friends. Like you, it like the picture is painted of a person who's literally not leaving their house, and I don't know if that was necessarily like the entire story of the pandemic. Mm. Am I wrong about this? No, you're right. I knew a lot of people. It's like no, you're right, there was but an I option available to people to not be like 100% totally isolated. To most people. But I also, I didn't mind that because I was like, oh, well, he's elevating a little or stuck in my home and limited. So that wasn't so crazy that in a creative one-man show, you would make it that you're not allowed to see anyone. No, that seems like a liberty that is very within his right to kind of take. And that's true. That's true. Yeah. And what was it? It was songs and jokes and stuff. It's just his comedy songs. Yeah. And I think in general, like Bo Burnham is f- fun and sweet and very likable. And I think he's smart, but I don't love a comedy song that much. And we were, you were saying this about the, he's got a song about white, white women's Instagrams. That's just like pointing out what's cringe about white women on Instagram. And it's just like, dude, if Gen Z already did it better on Twitter and they've been doing it, like making these observations for six months, like you coming out with the song now, it's just like the hack boomer version of it is how it comes off. Yeah. I think what I felt was, I really like, I really like Bo Burnham. I've actually really liked his specials. I liked the first two. I, I love Make Happy. I think is awesome. Wait, bitch. So you saw it? So you yes. know about this? It's not a Netflix special. Oh, that I've... was your point. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. You've seen it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I really like him. I root for him. Eighth grade was pretty good. I liked it. Like it wasn't perfect, but I liked it. I, I like him. Like he comes across as likable. Yeah. So totally. I think he's like a cool, interesting artist. And I like him um, as a celebrity. Yeah. But I did, I, I don't know. I thought the first song, he starts it out. I think, I think basically that he sets up the, the sort of thematic, like structuring of the whole thing is basically this, 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 artistic idea that I don't think is very interesting and basically what it is is he starts and he's like what is the point of like a white guy like me doing art when like the world is so fucked up so that's how he starts he's like there's no point in me doing any of this like I'm not helping anyone and then the song the sort of joke of the song said he's like there's no point there's no point and then it gets peppy and he's like saving the world with comedy and the joke is like i put on my blinders i put on my dumb guy blinders and yeah. i convince myself that what i'm doing is really important <clears throat> but it's lame and i just don't think that's like i think that's like not an interesting question to ask and yes. i and i almost i was thinking on the ride back home i was biking and i was thinking oh i think he didn't go to college and I'm like, I think if he had gone to college, he would have like worked through this loop, this like interminable mm. loop of like, but I want to make art, but it doesn't help the world, but I really want to do it, but it doesn't help the world. But yes. it's like if when you, you go to college, you learn that it, you'll never help the world. Exactly. <laughs> that, that it doesn't matter. You joke, but it's and, exactly that. And that, that you just have to make money. And, <laughs> mm. um, and then there's another song that I've watched further on. And I'll say this. I didn't finish it. So maybe he like wraps it up with like a really smart like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm switching. I'm switching the script. That's what Mertz pal. Says he gets into Sam's question of why he made it in the special. So I, I, yeah, I hope that he gets all our asses by answering all of these criticisms. But keep going. In this other song, he has, and again, maybe he like concludes it, which is why I wish I wasn't even sure about talking about it because I didn't finish it. But he has this other song about how he used to be problematic, and and Bo Burnham has like come up because in his songs he would say stuff that like you couldn't say now, and um, and he's like he's talking about being problematic, 
And then he's like, well, when I was a kid, I was problematic. And then he's, and the first verse is like, I did all this stuff. I was problematic, whatever. And then in the second verse, he goes into like funny verse mode. And he's like, I'm sorry I brought up when I was being a kid. I was using it as a shield. It doesn't make me not accountable. Like he's like, he's in that loop again. He's in that yeah, infinity loop yeah. of like, well, I, I am problematic, but don't fault me for it. But I'm not trying to like not be accountable, but I am trying to be accountable, but I can't, I, but I did it. So there's, yeah. so it's like, get out of that loop. It's And it's like, I think those questions are in, fine to ask yourself. I don't think they're interesting artistic questions i think they're like boring. that's where everybody's at also yeah. is that kind of self-reflexive thing so it's like yeah so what else like don't just reflect that back to me or then there was yeah. this other moment where he has the fucking sock which everyone was like talking all about where he has a sock and the joke is it's like a kid's song but then the sock is saying all these truths about society like really heavy truths and the sock is like capitalism is made to separate the worker from the means of production whatever and people were like ah oh my god but then the socks is this thing where it's like I think Bo Burnham, I can't remember what he says, but then the sock is like, why do like whatever like bougie white people have to look at all of these politics through the lens of their like self uh, actualization? And I was like, bitch, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And if you're setting that up as your problem, then you can't exit it. Like if, if you're going to try to show the audience that you're like one step ahead, you're actually always going to be on the treadmill because like that's not an interesting question to ask whether or not you feel like guilty enough or like contrite enough about the, the values you're trying. It's like, yeah. this is like, this is, this is just watching someone on a treadmill. Yeah. My sister's calling me. Okay. I'm yeah, sure. Answer. I talked to her. <laughs> oh no. She's on calling me. I think it was a missed call. Huh. Or maybe she didn't mean it was a mistake. She didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you're making art about being an artist, then I think you're fucked. Yeah. Personally. And if you're making art about like whether you're about whether the art is is good enough or not or doing the things you want it to do it's like you got to find a third thing for the art to point to yeah that's not the art itself well it's funny because i think about like doing open mics all the time where like people talking about putting their sets together and writing jokes i think kind of works because the audience is all other people whose central preoccupation is is writing, writing jokes, jokes. Yes. so like and I also, I have the sense that it's probably because of the way my life is situated, but there's some truth to it that like the industry that's constantly growing is people who work on TV and movies and comedy and like all this stuff. So like more and more the audience for TV shows is just people who make TV shows. Just other writers who are yeah. like watching the random. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, there's enough fucking and shows TV out there shows now. about people who want to make television. Exactly. People who are in entertainment. Yes. And stuff. Yes. People who are failing to make television, people who are finally getting their break making television. And it's just like this endless. So like, I think you actually can do that because there's an audience for it, but I know what you mean i thought the special had some moments in it that were like really fun like especially in the visual production yeah it was like, great that was great it's, it was very creative and there's a part where he's like doing an entire song where he's just like laying on the pillow I, I, you can't see me and the mic is like on the pillow next to him and he's just like talking into the mic laying down and no, it just wait, why are you doing that sam i want to get two on sarah because she's two doing because i'm doing a little act, doing, act, oh, act sure, sure. and then can hand me a pillow it's kind of he's like he's on the pillow and the mic is like this wait hold on the and he's just singing like this into the into the mic, and there's just something really nice about it because I it just felt like I'm always laying on my pillow, trying thinking about I should get up and be put on a stand comedy show or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there was like some sweet parts in it, but and also the songs are well produced and good. They're like fun. You make you want to sing along. No, I thought he's a great. And they producer. make you want to sing along. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess like he all of his make happy is also kind of self-reflexive i don't think necessarily it's about, like in make happy i think it's kind of interesting it's about like 
how he's like an entertainer and like his job and totally. I think it it has I like, like a that. good wrap up. I guess maybe I'm just sort of there are these kinds of com- these kinds of like n- neurotic loops that like inha- that inhabit social media that I think are not interesting. And one of you know we were talking about what's oh, Cassie David when she came out with her book and it was all about like. I'm narcissistic, but I'm self-involved, but I'm writing this book, but yeah. I don't want to be self-involved. But I know what you're going to think, that I'm narcissistic and I'm self-involved, but I know that you think that, and I think that I think that, that you think yeah. that about me, that I think, yeah. and you're just like, well, no one is thinking about you. Shut, shut, and it, sh- and I don't want to say shut up to a woman, Yes, I don't but, know. I'll say it. I'll you can, but you can, say, you can say, be quiet. <laughs> but I'll say, please be quiet. <laughs> just say, please, speak please in quiet. a lower, in a quiet voice. Yeah, yeah. and don't yes. make that, and. Yes. And don't do up speak. Shred or whatever. Anyways, it's just I think I think like the only way out of that is to instead of ping pong back and forth between the like no and the yes is to like affirm ask a different question. Of, yeah, ask a different question and affirm values that are important to you without any yeah without any of the like baggage. Just be like this is what's important. Like this is what's interesting as opposed to like I feel guilt about what's interesting or I feel doubt but i still want to do or i don't know i think it's like it is in, doubt is interesting it's interesting to share doubt with people but something about the that yeah. question is like so boring to me it also yeah the, there's so much conversation about like white savior complex and being self-conscious about like posting on social media about the issues and i was like that's already out there people are already talking so much about that dilemma and the self-consciousness of that that i'm like we got yes we're there already you're actually just sort of adding to the noise of like this paralyzing self-awareness that like people should probably set aside more and it's just like well, what do you think what do you believe why don't you just do it and not worry so much but not that it's simple or don't do or it don't and do don't it. worry if you want to be I've, that's the thing i that, think you should worry if you're not doing anything to try to make the world better in as small ways i think that if you <laughs> i think if you want to be an artist you should just it just just do it and not i think that's like that's a that's the thing that pisses me off it's like all this like anxiety about like who needs one more artist it's like if you want to just do no that no one needs anything from you yeah or in a sense like you weren't born for a reason yeah so. exactly so that's yeah yeah um people so, oh yeah well i'm not even sure if it, do people people do need things from each other but i don't know seth says uh, yes i'm not saying that you shouldn't help you that you shouldn't contribute to the world yeah That's not well i i turned to stand-up comedians to learn about to learn about financial advice to learn about women to learn about how to treat women mm-hmm. that's right and that's stuff right. like that and that's what i look from my stand-up comedians yeah that's right you know me too and how to how to go on a date and 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 uh and when also when you're fucking them how to do it in the right positions mm-hmm. you know that's what yeah. i that's what i learned that's why i watch stand-up comedy that's right yeah. so says people go nuts in comedy specials are even vaguely formally more complex than guy talking on stage i think that's true that's what kind of bothered me about seeing so much praise for it was i was just like yeah okay he's being sincere yeah i i also i have a thing that i sort of inherited as an opinion from Stuart lee but like when people see like one person shows in the u.s and they're like oh this is freaky and awesome because it's like thematic and it's like revolves around a central idea and it's not just a series of jokes like strung together everyone flips out about it and it's like no there's actually tons of comedians who do stuff like this and it's just kind of like it's been recontextualized by like 
popular American stand-up comedians when, right. when actually this is like a thing people do all the time yeah, and is like a, a kind of show that you can see like a ton of places, particularly at Edinburgh, which is the right, point well, that, that was like always with, Stuart Lee makes. That was like the thing with Nanette where everyone was like, this isn't like anything I've ever seen. Like it's not about laughs. And it's like, if you went to the fringe, you'd probably see a million shows that yes, look like exactly. this. You're just used to like that are an like hour essayistic of yeah. and like about a central idea. And yeah. 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 Interesting. Very interesting. I actually, I, I do want to like, like, I want to root for Bo. Also, I feel bad, yeah, because I really like him. No, and I like him. Listen, he's definitely listening he's to Yes, this. that's <laughs> true, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I like him, and, um, and I thought there was like, the production's incredible. I don't know, I just, I'm just like, I want us to get out of that. Yeah, that thing. thought loop. I know exactly what you mean. It, it, it's, feels paralyzing to me not liberating yeah uh, in the way that people seem to act as if it was liberating and so that's even more frustrating um also i was gonna say i think you should name the episodes based around what thing in them we said that might be sort of harmful to our career so that we know to go back ah and you're delete. right it's like that that's the one we talked about bo burnham that's and, the one we talked about lauren michaels yeah, yeah. That's i never smart. do that yeah. well it's too late that. and i probably won't but yeah. do you guys like david simon the wire guy yeah i don't know him I didn't watch a lot of The Wire, and he's corny on Twitter. I I really like him, and I like the shows he makes, and I I feel like they're like fun fiction television shows that are like journalistic and and filled with research, and uh, never about art making. They're about like like th- like crime in Baltimore or policing or like the Iraq War and stuff like that. And yeah, and and people, I think a lot of people don't like that. But I think there's a kind of sociological part of me that really likes art like that. That's it's like, like now I'm learning about something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little bit like reading a book, but you're yes. also like watching a television. I'm show. amazed by. You know who made Mad Men, and then what show did he make after that? That's really successful. Uh, let me look it up. But he just every show he Don't, do not touch that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to figure it out. Wait, can you want me to look it up for you? Yes, look it up. Look up what. Matthew Weiner's Wikipedia page. He makes lots of different shows, and each is about such a conceptually different thing that I'm like, wow, in my 26 years of being alive, I don't know enough about any topic other than my own life and my friends to write a single TV show about. But they just, like, move on to the next subject and write yes, the next... Yes. He, oh, he uh, wrote for The Sopranos, Mad Men, The Romanoffs. Yeah, that's just... To do Mad Men and The Sopranos, to me, is like... I know. I know. One is how did you worlds. know about the Sopranos stuff, and then you know about the Mad Men stuff? But yeah. that's different. Yeah, you were in the mafia, and then you also worked in the in the in the ad, ad industry well, in the sixties. They're not so different. Yeah. Did he read one Holy book shit. about each, or wait, did he say that again? Wait. They're not so different. <laughs> that's me gulping. <laughs> Speechless. Yeah. American American corporations are a lot like the mafia, and both is have there, women being not treated the way I think yes, they yes, should be treated. Yes, yeah. is is there a perennial story at the center of every story? Hmm. Man and dog. Yeah. A mouse returns yeah. home. Yeah. I I completely agree with that sentiment, Sarah. Which is that like, how can you? I couldn't even write a good TV show about my life. Yes. And then to, to, to learn about some other world and then write a, a believable TV show about it. That's With multiple characters multiple who have characters. entire lives yeah, and all of it's inside of your brain and you know, hold it all in there. I, I always know. think if I wrote, I a, I wrote a cop show, like I wouldn't do the research right in there. And then they would say something like, 
uh, we gotta we gotta get the guns out of the gun storage. Before, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. The details. Uh, I gotta put the sirens not on the car. You you forgot to put the siren on the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. Think of something else kind of like that, but yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, a yeah. twist yeah. on it. Uh, what what else would be like that? Um, <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, uh, do you? Well, time to, time to um, time to. Oh, we just got a call. Time to go down the pole, and then they go down fireman's pole. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like you haven't done your research because yeah. it's not cops. That's firemen. Or they'd be yeah. like, or they would like be razzing on one of the cops. He'd be like, "You're being you're being kind of stupid," and they're like, "We're gonna put you a night in jail." Yeah. Yeah. And they don't put him in jail yeah, for a yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, that kind of. Happened. I would have them staying stuff like. Hey, do you guys want to meet at Fort Green Park and hang out? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Pizza. yes. Yeah, and 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 in Felipe's one, it's like, ah, oh, well, I'm just gonna go into my room and animate for a little bit. <laughs> you yeah, know, your yeah. life is just seeping into the show. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Or I always think of like J.R. Tolkien writing um, Lord of the Rings, and that's like, at what point was the whole thing inside your mind, or did you just fill a bunch of different notebooks? Because like. Who can think of all that stuff at once? Hobbits and people and elves? Yeah, and I know. All in your mind? He's like writing, he's making up Elvish, and then at some point he's like, fuck it, I'll just start writing the book. Like, I don't want to be writing Elvish for another year. I want to just write yes. Lord of the Rings, which is the yes. book I wanted to write. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting waylaid writing an Elvish dictionary. <laughs> I'm, writing, I'm writing about the Dwarf Mountain, and yeah. I just really want to be writing Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah. that's, someone said that they were like, I think... It was on another podcast I was listening to, but they were like, I would love to take like a red pen to Tolkien's work because he's like, he's essentially like a, a a guy with autism who like wanted to make up languages and then decided to write a book around mm. this like, Is that world, true? world building stuff he made up. But the book uh, books are, I get, I think famously are like about they're like filled with extraneous detail that never pays that, off that doesn't pay off and doesn't matter and it's not about the plot and that what the book he really wanted to be writing was the Silmarillion the whole time mm. bro so he wrote Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit just so he could write the, the prequel yeah and Lord of the Rings yeah. is a trilogy I know yeah three really books and then he wrote and starred in the movies yes. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's true that he did that um, he was Gimli. Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, but then I, I passed on it. <laughs> you passed. But. You didn't think it was funny enough. <laughs> so that's sort of, I'll yeah. still give you the point, Sarah. Thank you. You passed, it. Like you your passed joke. it to me, and I caught it. Yeah, I started throwing it away, and you were like, not so fast. We're doing putting out on the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder what that's about, because I'm thinking, or so with regards to writing about yourself, I'm thinking of two other places where people say that that happens all the time, and one is in uh, essay writing, which there's this recurring like gripe you hear where people are like, oh, it's all about the personal essay. Now everyone's writing these that's right. That's right. personal it's an epidemic epidemic. personal essay. Yes. And including just like straight up journalism involving the journalists first making wry little observations about them arriving at the topic and like the first day working on the story and like these little anecdotes that you're just like, seriously? Don't t tell me this. <laughs> well, that too, but I guess, I guess, well, I, I'll, I'll sort of finish out and see if this is what before on the same page but like so the personal lesson and then the other thing is like the TV show about the stand-up comedian like Louie mm -hmm. like Crashing mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. whatever I found out there's another one about a comedian called um, from a Canadian it's, it's on Netflix from a Canadian? yes <laughs> you tell me they all things on heaven and earth <laughs> you know yeah. what is going on up there that they'd have to make a television show about it all things on heaven and earth do you know what that's from? what is no. that? that's from Hamlet what does it mean? 
um, that all things exist on heaven and earth. It's like, oh my gosh, now I've seen it. Yeah, now I've seen everything. What, everything. what, do you, what, what about this? Um, the, uh, to be stuck in this mortal coil. Where is that from? To be stuck in this Macbeth? Hamlet. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Make happy days to happy nights. Ju- Romeo or and Juliet. Make happy nights to happy days. Romeo and Juliet. Happy Gilmore. Hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. So anyways, but that was another gripe. It's like, oh, all these comedians, the the easy show. Let's see, Nana Willing is saying, Feel Good with Mae Martin. Yes, it's exactly. I found out about it today. Feel Good, it's called. And uh, so anyways, but there's like this gripe about like, there's too much like self about me kind of stuff. And yes. Insight is kind of about it. So I'm like, is there a reason that that is happening? Like, is there some sort of trend about going away from like, I mean, it, there's always been people who write bi- like autobiographies and shit about themselves. So that's not new. Is there something happening now? Is it because it's cheaper to make shit about yourself rather than like in- investigate a whole thing? That's a good question. <laughs> Passing it to me. Looking to write it. Well, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's cheaper. <laughs> I think Seth said what Seth says is funny is that being a comedian involves so much hustling that you just don't even have time to think about anything else that all you can do in the end is just talk about being a comedian and like it's true yeah you're bull and bullshit I think yeah I think it's um, harder to kind of read books and think about like imagine what yeah. it would be like to be a per, an ad person in the 1960s yeah it'd be easier to just be like what what do well, I what, think? What would about it be like to I'm be like? me now, living my life? Yes, exactly. You know? I also think it's like a society of the spectacle thing. I know I'm always talking about this now because I'm on a little thing about it, but it just society becomes society of the spectacle, which is about how like life becomes about just like representations of life. Everything. First things, it, life was about being. Then it was about having. Then it's about appearing. Um, and so the more we're just like our life is mediated through images and spectacle, television, mass media consumption, the more we become preoccupied with just that as our life. And so the more we care about television, the more we care about watching a television show about television or the idea of ourself as like someone who might become a comedian. And now I want to watch a show about what it would be like to be a comedian. And like everyone thinks of themselves, I guess, as a form of an artist or someone who makes images because everything is about the spectacle and like not lived reality, but representation of reality. So. I think it has to do with that. Damn. And that influencer culture. You know, it's like all about looking at a photograph of someone on a beach. It's not about going to the beach yourself. It's like the image of the person there. And me having that image too for other people to see me living that life, like the one that I envisioned another person. So you're okay. saying Sarah's tying this thematically to the previous episode, which makes she gets extra points for that. That's Which right. Way influencers. Because we you talked about the article that we were talking about ah, that's two right. weeks ago. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So are you saying that eventually we're going to have a TV show about someone looking at their phone? Yeah, or it would be... Because that's not what it's interested in because it's like the image... I guess it would be a TV show about a TikTok person right. making TikToks. That would be interesting. And then it would be on TikTok and you would be watching it mm, and yes. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. When I was young, I was interested in like dinosaurs and frogs and things that didn't even didn't have to do with me at all. Yeah. But I feel it all the time. If I'm like in a mode where I'm posting on my story a lot, I am basically everywhere that I go to thinking about how I could be representing this experience onto my Instagram to more enjoy the thing that was going on. Um, huh. Yeah. And I think that's on a lot of people's mind. Yeah. It's just mediating yourself through the perception of other people like looking at you. I think, I, I guess, I think that that makes sense to me. 
I think maybe another another ver- or another explanation could be I think a, a thing that Seth is saying where he's like, if you have a model of making stuff of making TV or whatever, where the maker has to be a personality as well, like because if you are a TV writer like people who are just TV writers, I think those people do do research. But if you're a stand up mm-hmm. comedian, you have to like manage all this other shit. So you don't have time to do all that stuff. And so you're just going to write about this stuff I know. So maybe it's a thing. I mean, I think it's related where it's like if you, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a difference between like, what's the artist's motivation and then like what's actually selling. And I think for us to think of it as like, oh, well, why do the people, why are all these people making this? It's like the people are making it because of forces beyond their artistic impulses. Like it's all about this larger forces of the industry. Like those shows wouldn't exist unless the audience was there for them. They're not being made because Paramount's like, oh, what do comedians want to make? Shows about comedians. Well, we'd love to do what they want to do. Bro, I don't know if any, I don't know if anybody wanted to see Crashing. No, that's what I'm saying. Or no, you, but the audience is there for it. People watch that show. And that's the calculation. They didn't make that because Pete Holmes wanted to make it. Or Pete Holmes wanted to I make it. I get a it. feeling that Pete Holmes really wanted loop. to make it. I think it's a feedback <laughs> loop. People do like to indulge themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's kind of crazy to be like, why is this trend happening in the, in, in the industry? Oh, it must be the artists who have almost no influence or power making those decisions. Like, certainly not. Mm. It's definitely well, forces beyond that. And, and my very small experience with pitching is that people are quite moved. People want autobiographical work. Like, you, have, you get credibility as a person who's pitching an idea if it's, there's something autobiographical about the idea you're pitching. And that, that it's like, if you're like... Oh, I'm Sam Lanier, and I want to make, I want to make a TV show about what it's like to be like a Somalian pirate. Then people are be like, "Well, we don't. I don't want to buy that show because you don't know what it's like to be a Somalian totally. pirate." Totally. Like, what's the selling point? Because like, exactly. It's also about the artist as a person who's exactly. going to do the interviews. Yeah. They need a story about their yes. dad killing himself to sell the Suicide Family show. And so right? everyone's kind of selling themselves and their own personal experience. Seth totally. is dropping some knowledge that we are fully ignoring. Okay, well, read it back to us. Let's see. DJ it to us. Okay, let's see. He's first saying I got the quote wrong from Hamlet that it is um, there are more things on heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Ah. That's the line. And says Felipe, yes, after Lewis... After Louis, networks asked for a lot of Louis-type shows. Uh, let's see, and then crashing, crashing is because of Judd. Judd nostalgizing his past through Pete. Yeah. Well, also, the thing I said earlier about networks wanting more comedian memoir-type shows. Right. So maybe Louis just, like, yeah, set the, set the scene. Right. But, but I think the thing you're saying, Sam, is true, too, which is, like, if you... If like identity is a big part of the discourse, like right. identity politics, then that's but that's like a different angle. That's not like well, I want to hear about the comedian, but you know what's that show like? Uh, I don't know. Is actually is I may destroy you like self self transparent uh, is sort of self yes, autobiographical. Yes, and I may destroy you is autobiographical, right. like loosely. So so I think those are also things that people are like, oh, we want to like represent this identity or whatever, and so the person has to like be as true to their experience right as they can. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. it's true, but yeah, I think that the fact that audiences are so interested in watching shows like that, you think they wouldn't be because you think audiences would be like, I'm only this interested in what it's like to be a stand-up comedian, but it's like there apparently is an appetite for. I just don't know if shows. it's like if the line is that clear, like I just don't know if audiences communicate that clearly with like networks. It just like, for instance, I think when Louis came out, it was really popular, so networks were like, let's make more Louis. But I don't know if audiences can say, we want to see Louis before Louis exists. 
No, I don't think so either. It has to come from somewhere. Right. Like an idea from someone's mind originally to make something. That I will copy. say when I, this winter, I, I, before I saw King Kong, I thought, I do want to see a movie about a big ape yeah. that, fight, that fights a giant lizard in Tokyo. That's how I felt and too. Then, and then it And appeared. then HBO delivered. They, yeah. they, it's as if they read my thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not a week later, the, the movie came out. I but also, like, Louis not even the OG, like, Seinfeld is a show about a comedian made by a comedian. It's true, There's but it was multicam. That's true. It was multicam. So what do you got to say about that? Do you, do you, let me ask you this. Do you guys watch pieces of art that you really like and you're like, wow, I don't give a shit about who made this and what their biography is. I just like this piece of art and I don't need to know about the creator. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Woody mm. Allen movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> mm. I think I'm always vaguely curious because I think that's interesting. The whole culture of like geniuses and who gets to be called a genius and why. So I always kind of want to know what the story is of like why this person or what their status is that made this thing. It's just an interesting, a different part. It doesn't necessarily reflect how I feel about the work itself, but it's like another part of the sort of entertainment scape that's available to me to consume. Yeah. That's kind of a, I don't know, yeah. I'd have to think about it. Probably. You know, I like cartoons. I don't want to find out who made them. I like a nice little drawing. When we watched Shin Chan. You, when you watched SpongeBob, you were like, what is SpongeBob really like to meet him? Yeah, what, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's he like in his life? And why did he make that show? <laughs> says, says Felipe's right. I remember interviewing some comic a couple of years ago who talked about how annoying it was that they were asked to do something like Louie, an unexpected smash hit auteur sitcom. Seth, you can feel free to say that I'm right as well, and that we're <laughs> all just right in different ways. Yeah. Um, and I agree with, uh, I think that's Live, Laugh, Love is Lena, right? That I need to know about the creator, but mainly an aspirational way. Yeah, totally. I always look stuff up to just be like, how old were they when they made this? And then what did they make before that that allowed them the opportunity to make this thing? And then who's their dad? And Well, I mean, I was yeah. watching the Bo Burnham thing, and I was like, ah, Bo's looking old, you know? And then in one of his songs, he's like, I'm turning 30 today. I was like, fuck. Not that old. Not that old. And he's yeah. like, you know, he's 29. already two specials. 29. Damn, he's not old. No. Yeah, but and he I'm, got successful on YouTube as a teenager, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm physically straight, but I'm mentally gay, because I'll blow your mind. Yeah. But That's one this. of his lines. I found out this week, Felipe has 100, 110, 120,000 followers on TikTok. He also has hundreds of unpublished animations that he just has <laughs> just saved in on my his hard computer. Drive. Yeah, yeah. wait till he dies and all the yeah. work comes out. I know. So We're going to release them like Kafka's yeah. friends released his things. I made a bunch of animations like a couple months ago. Uh, and I decided not to ever put them out. And I'm like, should I? But they're really stupid. Oh, wait, did I show you them? Mm-mm. There's a dog that's saying, I want to suck dick. And it's just a loop of him saying that. I haven't. I love that. I can't believe I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think I'll post it. It's a little too stupid. Mm. It's a little too crass. But I wish someone could see them somehow. Felipe, and so let me ask you this. I, I mean, I, I'm asking. I asked you this over text, but I'm kind of gr- dramatizing it live now. But if you have a hundred and twenty thousand followers on TikTok, and they each give you one dollar, and they each give you one dollar. Why do we only have 27 viewers on the podcast? Maybe I got to get on TikTok and advertise that I have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah maybe you should be going live on TikTok. 
I don't now. know if this is the culture for TikTok or like what we're doing. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, well, because I have two TikToks. I have one for my cartoons and one that's just my face. Mm-hmm. The one with my face has a hundred followers. <laughs> but dude, there was a. Nice. Gr- did you see that there was a girl who commented on one of my videos of you and was like, "I want to know who that guy is." The monkey. What? No, 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 no. The, video the one of, you. of, of oh, video shit. of you, Did you lying say, go on to the couch. Underscore O two. I and I posted O two. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, very nice. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. But uh, I know we should so have more. So you got a followers. girlfriend, and don't ever so say you I didn't do anything for you. Okay. Great from Sam. Right over to you. That rules. Yeah. Yeah, TikTok yeah. couldn't handle all the shit we're dropping about Guy Dubord and, <laughs> <laughs> and the artists' place in their own work. <laughs> fucking TikTokers can it's handle this shit. I do try to think, maybe you guys think this isn't an interesting question, but if I'm like looking for a movie or something or a new book to read, or I do think, like, what is it that I'm looking for and what am I trying to like get out of this so that it will inform like what I'm trying to make for other people? And I don't always know the answer. A lot of times I'm just looking for something that will like distract my thoughts while I wait to fall asleep. Um, but uh, which isn't a great thing. To, not It's no profound thing to ask of art or something. I, I'm always, I know when I'm having a shitty time, I'm like, oh, I know I got to find that book that's going to like, because I'm not every once yeah, in a while yeah, you find yeah. a book that really like moves you and, and changes your outlook. Totally. Like changes the way, like every day you're like, this book is really making me. It really makes you feel something. It makes you feel something about the book, your own life, the moments reading it are yeah. pleasurable. Yeah. I have not found a book like that in a long time. But when yeah. I was a teenager, I was always finding books like that. The Barry yeah. Goldwater book wasn't that for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. like a 500 page book about why Barry Goldwater is the reason the RNC is what it is today. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really Pretty move. cool. <laughs> Really I got a book of poems written by like a woman living in East Germany that I'm like, well, ah, you're not getting moved. <laughs> I haven't started it, but I just have a feeling it's not going to rock my world. I just wonder I, if as we get older, the it's less, you're not going to feel that feeling no, as often. No. I'm reading a book by Jesse Armstrong. <laughs> That's like clearly a thing he wanted to be a television show. And then he was like, I'll just write this into a novel. Mm. And yeah. it's really funny. And Sarah, to your question about what to read, I chose that book because I was like, I want to read something funny. Uh, Sarah, that's gonna make me laugh. Or are we gonna read uh, like fake accounts? We're supposed or to be reading fake accounts together. I have it in my room, but I read you the first couple. Why don't you yeah. buy it for me? <laughs> I bought you the Barry Goldwater book, which I know that's you will true. never read in your that's life. That's true. That's true. And I didn't pay you the extra five dollars on the pizza that I owe you. I know so. thirty bucks because it was sixty-eight dollars <laughs> for those pizzas. There you go, brother. You should eaten. You should have eaten the damn. No, you should eaten the damn. Because these taste better. <laughs> I was so trying to make a night funny. out of it. So I we said funny. Sarah okay, Sarah didn't want to do the podcast tonight. So I, I want said, to do a dance chef. Yeah. So I, I said, let's spice it up for Sarah, let's get some pizzas. I tell Sam, we're gonna get pizzas so it's more fun for Sarah. Sam, without consulting anyone, goes and buys oven pizza <laughs> at the grocery store immediately. Because <laughs> I'm frugal and yeah. smart. No. And then I'm in the DMs as Felipe, and I'm like, "Can we can we get screamers?" I was like, "I wanted screamers. I wanted to get screamers, which is fancy, expensive pizza." And we make this plan, and I look at the menu, and I say what I want, and then I text Sam and Will to say, "We're getting screamers. Don't eat dinner." And Sam was like, "No, no, I already got the pizzas." So <laughs> I'm not I'm not indulging this childish <laughs> fantasy. Pizza. He was like, "Oh, uh, pizza sounds great. I'll get oven. I'll get DiGiorno's. I'll get seven. <laughs> I'll get party. seven oven pizzas." <laughs> <laughs> and then I tell Felipe, and Felipe was like, "Why is Sam bringing this like divorced dad energy to the pizza party?" Yeah, he's like, "I heard you kids like pizza. I got, I got lean cuisines." 
bro. And then you guys got in a, a fight about it or something. No, and I was just like, dude, let's have the. And he was like, no, I'm silly. Felipe told me off 10 inches from my face <laughs> <laughs> while I was in my room. <laughs> he was like, you should check in on me. And he was like, four inches from yeah, my face. Yeah, check in with me. Yeah. So we ended up having every pizza. Sam still, we bought, there's still pizza, and Sam committed to his Sam's own Sam's not allowed to eat ours, because he has I, to Venmo us yeah. if he eats any of I it. I ate an entire it. frozen pizza by myself, <laughs> and then Will polished off <laughs> that other one. Yeah. So It yeah. was expensive, though. It was expensive. Wait, I want to, I really need water, so I'm going to get so water. So we're supposed to be reading fake accounts. Uh, what is that? Think? Is that a book? Yeah, it's by this author, or this critic slash author, Lauren Euler, who's kind of famous for like being this one person who wrote like a pan of Gia Tolentino's Trick Mirror book. And so Ooh, that's kind of that's like interesting. interesting and cool. And then she was writing a novel at the time, and it's like, all right, now her novel's out, like... Let's see what you wrote then. Yeah, let's see exactly. what you write then. Is it essays like like Trick Mirror? No, it's a novel. Um, but the first couple of paragraphs are just about like distilling the contemporary moment into like how bleak the landscape is of like social media and consumption and environmentalism and politics. And um, it's it's just I like, kind of read it and was like, ah, never mind. <laughs> like close. Oh, no, it or you didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, I don't. There's something about that vibe where I was like, this is so the reality that I'm already living in. That again, it's a little bit like the Burnham thing where I'm like, don't represent to me exactly already the thing everybody's saying all the time on social media and in my life. You got to give me something a little bit else because otherwise, it's like even if you turn a little into bit a strange, song, yes. yeah, it's got to be 15 a little bit strange, degrees rotation, a little bit, a little strange, bit thought further, elevated, yes. a new idea about it. It's got to be something a little different because like just a perfect simulation of the reality I'm living in. It's like that's not art. That's just calling my uncle and hearing him talk about his divorce like yeah. I don't act no yeah, I, can, I can open up Twitter anytime I want yeah exactly so. I, um, I want to read the book that Will's reading what's the book you're what's reading that? What? the book you're reading it's called Daryl it's by a woman named Jackie S uh, and it's about a guy it's about a guy who's uh, a cuckold in Oregon and it's really good uh, sounds like sounds like you couldn't read that, Sam, because it's too close to your life. <laughs> Sam didn't have a mic, so Felipe got him before yeah. he got. Shut up. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Sounds like it would be too close to what you live in day to day. You guys are pissing me off. <laughs> I'm a, here's another product Bro, review. Go, go eat an oven do. pizza, dude. <laughs> I will, man. It'll cost me three dollars, <laughs> and I'll be full. It's gonna take me two days to pay for the pizza that we had tonight. <laughs> 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 to a free dance show. Yeah, dude. If the me- if the Medicare people find out I bought the two screamers <laughs> pizzas, I'm losing my health insurance for sure. <laughs> and I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? Um, are we talking about Trick Mirror or Caroline Calloway? We're talking about Trick Mirror. Um, Trick Mirror. I was going to just do a different product review, which is that I've been eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah. And We got some, by the way. What do you got? You got Chunky Monkey? Chunky Monkey. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you little, you little monkey. We yeah. got some Chunky Monkey <laughs> for you. <laughs> I've been eating that all the time because I like it because they just fuck it up with stuff yes totally it's it full yeah. max turbo stuff swirls <laughs> and chunks and like there's Absolutely. so much in it and i went to the grocery Absolutely. store the other day to get their oat it's called oat of the swirled um ice cream it's like an oat inspired ice cream and uh, they did inspired ha- by oats <laughs> yeah inspired by the dream of uh, <laughs> having oats <laughs> and they didn't have oat of the swirled and instead they had ample hills Lil nona's lacy oatmeal or something like it's a special corny ass name Nona's. that i would hate to say at the ice cream parlor 
Um, but I bought it because I was like, well, they don't have Oda the Swirl, so I'll get the Ample Hills. It must be similar. And then I got home and I had a bite of it, and it was literally just like ice cream with oats in it. And I was like, there's no way. This Straight is up like, uncooked oats. I'm not sure if they cooked the oats, but the bro, oats, real oats. Bro, Lil Nona fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly what I thought. I was like, where's the swirl? Where's the chocolate? Where's the fruit? Like, there's nothing extra. It should in be like Nona, what are you brownie. Yeah. There should be brownie, and then there should be marsh melted marshmallow, yes. and then chunks and then of an chocolate. oat core, yes. caramel oat core. Yes. You get a bite exactly. into. Yeah. Just like no just like ice cream. Hot, what? savory oatmeal in the center <laughs> <Yes>. with salt. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> together at the bottom <laughs> i was pissed at first because i was just like this is not for real like how are they doing it like this like what the fuck come on you're gonna make ice cream like make it um but then by the time i got to the end of the pint i was like damn you've got to the end of the <laughs> pint. i got to the end of that the pint night? that night nah, like two days later or something okay. and i was like maybe you actually don't need all that stuff like to make a good ice cream you thought well, that simple was better you're, you're, that by the end i thought you're preaching in the choir here because i like simple ice creams yeah. And I'm ready to defend. Like defend strawberry? That. Like ch- like chocolate. Wow. Oh, my you God. You don't good... wish there was a chunk in it. No. Not, not a, not a chunk. chunk. Not a chunk to be seen. Or a chip. Yeah. yeah. No chips, no chunks. We wow. got someone in the chat saying, hey, Sam, it's Mark. I can't give you a right to Massachusetts. Oh, that's a shame. But yeah. if you want to hang out when you're here, let me know. I've been meaning to text you. What did you want to text him? Yeah. What did you want to text me? I think I figured out what my Massachusetts plan is anyway, Mark, so I appreciate it. Let's hang Let's out. Let's hang out. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, man. I feel like I got to go another. to the bathroom. Um, you going to tell yeah. the people about what the doctor said? The doctor said I would have diarrhea today. She A said, big diarrhea. She said you will for sure have diarrhea. <laughs> and and <laughs> earlier today. She, her, like, <laughs> eyes rolled back in her head, and she was like, <gasps> you. <laughs> we'll have diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> like a vision. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much like that. Yeah. And then Felipe earlier. Wow, you're putting me on blast. You know, I got such bad <laughs> I got such bad swamp ass while I was biking in the park that it soaked the butt sweat soaked Dude, through my pants. You what? think you think Seth Simons wants to hear about this? <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. I got so much swamp. What, what do you You think the erudite Seth Simons <laughs> wants, wants, wants to hear about your swamp ass right now? <laughs> You're right. We should use this last minute to get exactly. back into the Bo Burnham he special. Wants, Seth Simons wants to hear about books. He wants to hear about ideas. Yeah. Okay? He thought, well, so he got such bad swamp ass. I got so such bad swamp ass. It soaked through my l- pants and then my pants were wet, and then I thought, did I diarrhea myself? <laughs> and it just came out so smooth and effortlessly that, that I didn't, didn't even notice. <laughs> 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 what a nightmare. Mm, yes. It's like a yeah. hot knife through butter, you know, easy. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, I must have had diarrhea. <laughs> and I was going to a party, and I was like, okay, if I did shit myself. With your, where party, your ex-girlfriend was there, no less. My ex-girlfriend from college was there, yeah. But, you know, I didn't make a good impression, even though I didn't poop myself. Because he was being boring. Like, I was being you, boring. He wasn't talking. You're stinky, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're boring. You're, you smell like you're shit. You're a stinky little boy. Yeah. And that's the end, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole story. Felipe's big day. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> well, you really, you really cut it off there, sir. Mark, we'll see you in Massachusetts. Raisin Man Arena.